Welcome to the Atomic Podcast. This is Geraldine Paracella. Efren's next guest is founder and producer of the Designing Hollywood Podcast, Martika Ibera. stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast coming to you live from Genoa City, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman. My guest today is the one and only Martika Abera. Martika, welcome to the podcast and how are you today? I am good, Ethan. How are you? Uh, I'm very happy to be here doing this first interview ever that I uh, am doing with you. I know. I'm I'm honored that I am your first podcast, and it's a pleasure to have you on. <laughs> yes. This is, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, like everybody sees your picture, Designing Hollywood Podcast. You're, you know, you're the founder. Um, tell me how, 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 how did you found it? <laughs> So, yeah, um, basically what happened is, well, COVID happened. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, uh, I was working at a medical spa. I was a patient coordinator there at Sativa Medical Spa in my hometown here in L.A. And what happened was COVID happened. We were all laid off work. And so during that time, I just, you know, started getting into hobbies and Getting into certain things, I, I, I started thinking about ideas, and my mom, Marilyn Vance, who's a well-known costume designer in the film industry, um, she is the reason why I came up with this idea, like, um, you know, starting a podcast and interviewing all the costume designers who have done or worked on designed all the all of our favorite movies and um because none of us get to see them or you know they're they're just as important as a director if anything if if anything i think i feel that they're probably the most important because they make that film look the way it does like my mom marilyn Vance, she was responsible for the you know wardrobe all the all the costume design in the movie breakfast club and how can you not love the movie breakfast club and all of the characters in it with all the clothing i mean you remember molly ringwald and all that pink and the leather jackets these guys wore i mean they it was just amazing and it's such an iconic film and so with because of that i i thought to myself you know we really we really need to get these costumes the costume designers known um in the industry like they should be seen and heard and we should hear their stories behind the scenes and all of that like just you know get the idea of the big picture and maybe some even juicy stories and that's how Designing Hollywood came about um, more or less and my mom thought wow that is a great idea and with her name um, I ran with it and we started just inviting like all Academy Award costume designers onto the show and they were more than happy to come on until this day two years later we're doing really good it's growing and it's become a total success yeah you know there's a lot of movie podcasts and a lot of let's say wrestling podcasts this is the only one as you know of um costume designer designing podcasts right you're the only one out there yeah that's what i keep hearing and that's just 
me so excited because um, I thought for sure that I was going to have a lot of like piggyback, you know, people just copying. <laughs> yeah. And um, but as, as of today, yes, you're right. There really isn't anything the way how how we're doing it. And the people that are coming on, it's just really great to see that we're a very unique podcast show, and it's all dedicated to all things movies and the industry professionals. And it's uh, it's really such a pleasure to meet every all of them. Everyone that comes on is such a lovely, talented professional. It's uh, it's been a, a lot of fun. Um, how did you get the notorious RMB, aka Robert Meyer Burnett? How did you get him on as the host? So yes. I love Robert. Um, he, it's 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 such a pleasure to have him on the show. Um, how it happened was John Campia, who I also had on the show. I invited him to come on as a guest because my boyfriend, um, he is a huge fan of him of his. So I thought, you know what? He's doing all things movies. So let me invite him on the show, and we did. It was a great episode. I I met him in person. Love the guy. He's my friend now. We're really good friends. Um, but so going back to that, uh, the, way, the way I met Robert was he had a housewarming get together. He moved over to his new home and invited, invited me and a few others to come to his housewarming. And that's where I met Robert. He was there with his girlfriend, Elizabeth, and sat down next to him. And I swear to you, I was so sh- impressed and shocked with all the information that he was sharing with me. He was like, you are Marilyn Vance's um, daughter. Oh, and he just starts talking and talking and just giving <laughs> He was like the encyclopedia of entertainment, and he knew he knew more than I do about my mom. I was like, I went back to Maryland, and I was like, Do you understand, like this guy? And and then like a, a like I just like I was thinking, this guy could be the best host, the best on Designing Hollywood because of just all the knowledge that he has, and he's so personable, and it's just like he's just great. And so I reached out to him. And I asked him, Mama, would you be interested in, um, you know, interviewing like Academy Award um, costume designers and, you know, professionals that come on the show? I, it would, I just see it. Like, I see that you would be such a great host. And he was like, it was, he basically said it would be such an honor to come on the show. Of course I'll do it. And that the rest is history. He's, he's been the host and uh, we love him. Everybody loves him. How can you not? Yeah, he Rob Rob is a man of many talents, and he knows basically any subject you can talk about. He definitely knows about it. <laughs> Forget about it. I, he's, yes, I don't even need to Google anything. Just call Robert. <laughs> <laughs> um, Martika, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. How was your upbringing like? And not many people know, but tu eres Latina. Yep, si soy. I'm Latina. Um, I definitely I come uh, from a, a Latin background. My dad's from Mexico City. Um, um, my my aunts and uncles. I have Spain and I have Mexico combo. Um, so yes, I'm fluent in Spanish. I was born in Baja California uh, in a small town close to Rosarito, Rosarito, Baja California. Mm-hmm. But I was, um, you know, my parents moved out here when I was six months old to LA, and I've been here ever since. And yeah, um, this is all I know. I've always been in, uh, I've been an LA girl, and. Um, Pretty much, that's the story behind uh, my background. Uh, do you do, do, do people like when they meet you? They will do they know? Like, do they hear the accent or like do they automatically assume? Or? You know, sometimes they do and 
sometimes they call me out on it, like, where are you from? I hear an accent, and um, I tell them, and they're like, oh, wow, you don't, I would never think that you, that that's your background. They always think, like, European, from Brazil, oh, wow. you know, like, everything but what, what I tell them. And <laughs> even growing up, when I was going to kindergarten, and through, you know, going to school, my dad would pick me up, and they'd say Ibarra, you know, and they'd, you know, <laughs> my dad would come and get me, and they would be looking for everyone but me, you know, to, and I'd be like, Daddy, <laughs> blonde hair, I was born with, like, blonde, blonde hair. So it was very, like, funny, and, you know, thinking back, I'm like, it, it is funny, because even when I go, like, to Vallarta, the Mexican, uh, markets and stuff you know like sometimes people they're talking or whatever and I, i'm listening in and they think i'm like a gringa you know they think oh this white girl you know and yeah. it's so funny to me sometimes even the guys might be saying something about me and i'm like he's this like and they just look, they look at me and it's like their jaw dropped to the ground it's funny i get i get a, uh, a kick out of it at times but yeah it's fun uh, being bilingual and i love being latina and and it's, uh, I'm very proud of it. Um, very proud to be uh, Latina and have the, the roots that I have. Yeah. And how was growing up with Marilyn like? How was that experience like for you? Um, you know, um, it's it's always been great with Marilyn. She's a, she's a mentor for me. Um, mm-hmm. I have learned so much from her. Yeah. She's a, you know, she's a, someone that I uh, has definitely inspired me to be better as a woman and especially with her career and um her achievements. I mean, gosh, she's she's done at least 70 plus feature films. One of the best films ever that um a lot of them are like my favorite. So, yeah, it's it's been amazing to to see her to be, see her and also like have her as a like a role model and as a mother, as a friend. Um I'm very blessed. Yeah. And you know, you're a mom yourself. Um do your kids get embarrassed like when you're out together like, "Oh, come on, mom, don't embarrass me." Or like if you're doing something with your kids or whatnot, do they get embarrassed by you or no. they love it? They used to my friends, <laughs> but used to now he's 17 and yeah. he's he's chilled out about stuff like that. He's not I think now he thinks um now he's at an age where he thinks I'm very cool. Ah. And his friends will be like, oh, that's your mom. That's so cool. You know, and it's uh, because they, a lot of them think that, like, that doesn't even look like your mom, you know. So yeah. so now he's like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, you're cool now. You're, you know, I went from not being so cool to be, now I'm back to being cool. So um, he's 17 and my daughter's 21. So they, I think they both have outgrown that stage of like, oh, mom, you're, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> Yeah, so you got you got enough street cred with with the kids. Like, hey, that's my mom. See, like, yeah, oh my god, she's cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've earned that too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, doing uh, doing um the um the designing Hollywood podcast. When is it available? Is it like is it a bi weekly show for like the people out there who are interested in hearing it? Is it like every like is it it's on Stitcher, SoundCloud? Is in all the apps, right? Yeah, so you wherever you tune into your podcast, whatever it is, we are iTunes, Spotify, St- uh, Stitcher, Deezer, including Alexa and Siri. Um, you can ask to play the show, and they will. They'll play all the the episodes that are um, published and live. Uh, and we're also on the YouTube channel. Oh, when are new episodes available? Like, every, is it weekly or weekly? It's weekly. once a week. We usually go. John Campia show. Um, he he is a distributor of the Design Hollywood, and um, it goes up usually on Mondays, like eight AM, I believe. And um, we 
uh, we're going up. Like we, we used to go up on Fridays or over during the weekend, but now it's Monday mornings for sure, 8 a.m. We decided that that was a good time. Oh, okay, okay. You know, because certain shows are like Fridays, like you was just saying before, Mondays, the weekends. But Mondays, Mondays is a good spot to get get ready for the for you know for the week. You know, you hear the podcast or watch the podcast or however you view it, and then on on the move. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, Martika, um, what's been, I know you, you said you've been in California your whole life, but, um, how's, you know, cause I, I'm, 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 I'm basically a city boy who lives, who's living in the Midwest now and New York city was always like, it was rough and tough at times, but it's like, when you get older, you learn to appreciate it, you know, especially not, not living in the city no more. I appreciate it from afar now. Um, how is California like for you? Like, you know, like, cause I you know California is pretty much all, you know, like, uh, have you, are, are, are you comfortable in California? Is that, you know, is, is there any place like you would rather live or California is your home base for life? Um, I always say South Beach if, uh, I were to move away anywhere. Ooh, wow. It will be South Beach. I've gone to South Beach, Miami. I just feel like at home when I'm there. Mm. Um, and, you know, everyone's speaking Latin. So, like, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. I love the beach. I am such a sun and water uh, type of girl that I feel that maybe one day if I was going to move anywhere, it would be Miami, South Beach, Florida. Like, I just love it there. Wow. You're, you're, you're a beach girl at heart, right? Like, you love the sun. Yeah. You love the... Okay. Love I love the beach. I love water. I, I consider. I mean, if, if I was going to be anything in the next life, it'd be a mermaid. <laughs> so, or, yeah. yeah. Call me mermaid. <laughs> Do you like yeah. snow? Do you like snow at all? Like, I like. Have you ever worn a bear jacket or like a big North Face jacket? <laughs> have you ever yeah, worn? Yeah. I do. I actually love the snow, and I love to go to up to the you know Big Bear, a three-hour drive from our, from LA, and I love to get all like you know with my UGG boots and my big jackets. You know when when winter is here, I make the best of it. Even though California, we don't really have, you know, we're known for like Southern California weather, sunny days, and it doesn't get that cold. But when it gets cold, I, I definitely bundle up in my cute little jackets and boots and leg warmers and UGG, UGG boots. I I. Actually look forward to that kind of weather because it's uh it's also romantic i love watching a good romantic movie getting some hot chocolate um so uh i know that summer is like probably my favorite uh season but when fall comes i'm like okay okay i I can get used to this (laughs) yeah well how cold does it get in california like here where i'm at it it gets to the 30 degrees what's like the coldest it doesn't it doesn't Doesn't get cold. That doesn't happen. I mean, it will get a little chilly, but that's compared to like New York and those other cold places. Like, no, Mm -mm. we stay pretty, pretty warm. And Martika, what what is your favorite genre of movie? Like, what's like, what's your go-to movie? Like, if you're home sick or you're going out, like, what is your favorite genre of movie to watch? Uh, I would have to say probably rom-com. You know, rom-com. Really. it's a, yeah, I love rom-coms um, because I'm just a romantic at heart, so rom-coms always get me. Yeah. But um, but I also love, like, true story movies, suspense. So I'm, I'm a big, huge movie fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a hard question, although I'm still going to stick with the rom-com answer. <laughs> yeah. But I just love all movies. I just That's why I came up with that design Hollywood, because it's actually perfect for me. Because from as long as I can remember, I've been a huge fan of movies. I love escaping. 
and you know go you know stopping my my everyday life and getting into a really good movie is like one of my favorite pastimes yeah um um your mom marilyn she also did the wardrobe for um um, Pretty Woman, right? With Julia Roberts. As well. Yes. Okay. With that iconic outfit. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, the red dress. Yes. That, that dress is absolutely stunning and, and very iconic. Um, yeah, she was uh, responsible for the Pretty Woman, all the costumes with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. Um, and then also Die Hard as well, which is a memorable movie as well. Yes, Die Hard. Everyone keeps asking, is it a Christmas movie? <laughs> That's <laughs> well, okay. the debate. Marilyn Van said it is, so it is. <laughs> oh, she did? Okay, so it's confirmed. It Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes, because it, it, well, yeah. Yeah, because you notice, besides a Christmas story, they give now, like, well, I don't know if, if everywhere they show it, but they have gave given Die Hard, like, a 24-hour treatment during the holidays, so I consider that a Christmas movie. <laughs> And, um, you know, if, if, you know, with Bruce Willis and the whole Christmas party scene and all of that, Marilyn uh, confirmed that it is a grand Christmas movie. So I feel like if she said so, she's the queen, uh, then it is. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, Martika, what is um, your, like, signature Latina dish that you prep for the kids? If they say, Mom, I want this today. Is there a particular dish that you do? Well, um, okay, so yeah, I love, uh, I love Mexican food, so, yes, but I love making, uh, I'm known for my enchiladas, they call them tika, the tika enchiladas, the tika. everybody, um, <laughs> loves those, every time I make enchiladas, everyone is always asking to come over and, um, uh, you know, <laughs> have some, but, um, that is one, and my enchiladas, I make chicken tostadas, I make tacos, oh my quesadillas, God. um, and then I also make, like, ceviche i make a very very good ceviche ceviche which all my friends also love as well um that's pretty much it as far as mexican food um my go-to would have to i would have to say is enchiladas for sure oh my god with green sauce and sour cream and the works i i i give it a little bit of a a different twist i add certain ingredients and i think that's why why people tend to love them because um at a restaurant they tend to be a little more on the bland Mm-hmm. I give it, I give my enchiladas a lot more flavor. Oh, are you like a hot and spicy girl? That like you like it? You like things hot and spicy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am. Uh, I can be. I can be very. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, with food and personality wise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a dangerous combo, especially with the Latina yeah, so blood. My boyfriend, uh, my boyfriend tends to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see you angry. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man. Um. So like um, the now like the show Designing Hollywood podcast is on and it's out there. Do you have any like anything you're thinking about doing something like a spinoff, anything venturing off, or your prime focus is the Designing Hollywood podcast? Um, there's other things going on right now that are um, on the table. Gotcha. But Designing Hollywood is uh, the, my main, you know, my main uh, baby where I am very busy with it. But definitely I do have other projects going on and that I'm working on. And, um, and you know, in a couple of months or once it gets closer to be, for these projects to be um, done and almost completed, I will share the news. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Martika, what's been like your highest highs and your lowest lows in life? Oh gosh, I, you know what? I don't know. I, I, I 
wouldn't be able to answer that question right now because there's so been so much i've had so much happen in my life and it's uh all i could tell you is that i'm definitely doing really good in life i'm very blessed i can't I have no complaints amen and i've come up a lot in the last uh i would say 10 years i've had a lot of things and struggles but um I'm just going to focus on all the good stuff right now and, and put that into the universe and just manifest all that good stuff because it's only going to get better from yeah. here. Yeah, amen, amen. Um, doing your own career, like, what was, like, the worst job you ever had? Like, starting out as a teenager, what was, like, the worst job you ever had? You know, I didn't really have a very worst job. I worked at Teledyne Lars. It was a sewing pool company. Um, they sold heaters and things for pools. Big company in Moore Park, mm -hmm. California. And I think I was 16 years old. I was there for four years. Wow. At 16? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I was working the switchboard, answering the calls, and transferring all the you know all the phone calls that would come in. It was like 250 employees, um, company. And then they, I moved, got moved over um, to human resources, and especially because I'm bilingual, um, that got me that position. So I was there for four years. I... Um, I was I was pretty happy there. I can't say I didn't like it, especially if I was there for four years. And from there on, I kind of moved away from Simi Valley. So I kind of just you know I I left the job and moved on to moved over to Beverly Hills and just started just started doing different things and getting into two other things that I wanted to focus on and and you know because that wasn't going to be my my future the whole you know swimming pool thing the Teledyne Lars company but I can't say that I hated any job it was or that job that was my most um you know permanent or more, most consistent job that I have uh, for four years yeah and I was pretty happy there oh wow that's awesome I and mean, that's true because even in my job you know say people say hey um we need a translator and you know it's pretty much you got a free translator they have somebody who speaks a dual language so that definitely yeah. does help out <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely help. It's helped me um, get land positions. Uh, I worked for the courthouse too, and I was a bilingual. But that that job, it's not that I hated it. It was just a little on the boring side, so I wasn't there mm. too long. And like I said, I moved. You know, once I moved over to Beverly Hills, I just decided to to spin to do a little like three sixty on the on my career choice and and then that's it i just kind of left simi where at my hometown simi valley and went to beverly hills and started everything fresh yeah you see like watching like when i was younger watching movies like beverly hills cop or down and out in beverly hills like i i, I think of eddie murphy walking the streets people walking with lions or whatnot like i had this like preconceived notion of what beverly hills is like i'm like oh my god yeah. it's like so stuck in the 80s and like rodeo drive and whatnot <laughs> is it like that is it like not what people walking with lions but is it like very glamorous yeah I, I guess i would say so you know i've been here like i said pretty much all my life so for me you know it's pretty but I, i've seen it so much that i'm not i guess you know maybe the people that are coming in tourists people from all, all different parts of the world are very impressed with it yeah for me, it's just uh you know i've seen it done it so it's not, i'm not that impressed with it anymore Mm -hmm. I've lived right there in the 90210 zip code. Um, so, you know, it's 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 whatever to me. But I'm sure it's very impressive to others. And it, yeah, it's like the movies when you you see Julia Roberts walking down Rodale Drive. It's exactly that. 
Yeah, I think I, I you know, I, I think I can relate because you know, I lived in New York all my life. I go to Times Square, all right, Times Square one, but you see tourists in Times Square, they're taking pictures of everything, like, oh my god, that's the billboard and oh that's where the ball drops. So like I yeah. I, I totally can relate to what you're saying. It's like, okay, you know, I see it every day, but it's not a big deal. But I totally get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um Marilyn I'm a Marilyn and like Marilyn has done so much like you know movies like people could just IMDB her and like all her costumes like uh, everything she's contributed to movies is like it's such a plethora of of work she's been on she's been on doing it for so many years um do you uh, do a lot of people always like ask you about it like oh my god Martika she's done this she's done that she's done that like you know it's, it's not that it's annoying but it's like do you get that a lot like oh boy here we go no, you know, I don't, um, I don't get annoyed by it, um, it's, if anything, I'm flattered that, like, um, they're so impressed with her body of work and her yeah. background, it makes me just so proud to be her, uh, her family, and when they ask the questions, I just get really, like, you know, I'm just very proud, it's like, you know, for, especially for the kids, that's mm-hmm. their nana, yeah. and it reminds me of, like, oh, wow, you know, Marilyn Vance, yeah. I know her. <laughs> so, no, I don't get annoyed, and she gets a lot of fan mail. Um, I, I basically take, you know, I have her uh, website. I'm like, do all the maintenance, and I get all the emails and the fans, and I, you know, I share all the messages with her, and she's got so much, oh. so much love coming from just all the John Hughes movies, and people always wanting wanting to interview her, and you know, mm. and get on their show or get or do a story of her, yeah. and so. She's just very iconic, um, and people just really know her name, and it's just very proud. Um, it's a very proud feeling to, to be a part of all of that with her. Also, you handle all that stuff? You handle all, like, the emails? You handle all, like... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm surprised. Yeah. I, I, I designed her website. I do her social media. Um, her granddaughter Madison and I uh, take over, have taken over her social media to keep her name alive and be proactive on answering all the fans. And so, yeah, we—it's a family thing, you know. We she keeps everything in in the family. Well, that's good because everything is like in house, so you're taking care of it. Her granddaughter's uh, taking care of it. Wow. Okay. Oh, oh my God! You must be swamped, then, girl. You must be swamped. I am. I am. <laughs> Wow, you're not kidding when you say that. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Martika, my final question for you is what would the Martika of today tell the Martika of yesterday? The Martika of today tell the Martika of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Let me think about that. Well, I think it would just be don't take life so seriously. Mm-hmm. And and uh, never stop learning. I would tell myself that. Just keep it, you know, keep it going, keep learning, keep growing. Um, back in the day, I was all more about like fun, fun, fun. I, uh, I, I feel like I've toned it down a lot, and I'm more about like, like, uh, you know, just being real with life. And and so, yeah, I would just basically tell myself that. Uh, you know, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy life, live in the present because life is just moving so fast. Like Ferris Bueller said, yeah. so 
that's probably the advice I would give myself. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, I like what you said, never stop learning, because, you know, and it doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter, you know, mm. what field you're in, is always, you always got to learn something, like, you always are, you always learning something. Absolutely, I always tell my kids, you have to always keep learning new things, and you're feeding your brain, you know, it's like, um, once you stop doing that, oh, it's over. Yeah. So, no matter age, you just have to keep learning, learning new things, and and really being open to to learning all those new things. Yeah. In life. Yeah. Are your kids similar to you? Like they have your same drive, your same passion? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they both do actually. Um, they have their, they both are different in like some way or another. But yes, they're like my mini me's for sure. Oh, uh, Mark. Wanting better, with wanting to learn. Yeah. My son is so, like, everything is, he's so, like, has to be challenged, and, you know, he's so driven, and she is, too. They're, they both really are, but he he especially is very competitive, so it's like, mm. you know, he's always wanting to be the best, you know, and I'm like, no, you know, you, you can't, you know, feel like you have to be the best. You just have to do your best, and that's it, and so it's, but yeah, those two kids, yeah, my mini-me's for sure. <laughs> is your son, like, a, is your son competitive in, like, video games or anything like that? Everything. Or no? everything? Oh, gosh, everything. Bad thing or a good thing, but yeah. Uh, about that <laughs> um martika um plug your social media plug the designing hollywood podcast again and plug anything you got coming up yeah i mean the podcast you can find us all over wherever you turn into your podcast and on the youtube designing hollywood um you can follow me on instagram uh my account is produced by martika ibarra um and uh yeah i have some things coming up but again, you know, as, as it gets closer to completing these projects, I will more than likely go on my Instagram and social media handle and announce, make a few announcements. Um, Meryl and I are definitely have some projects that we're excited to, to share with everyone. One, one that I can share with is we signed, the Design Hollywood is now with Buckwald. We signed with them. Oh. My agent, Andy Kane, is, has taken over and will be overseeing a lot of the podcast and um, growing it with with uh, Marilyn and I so that's very exciting that's one of the, the news or new news but in everything else well, I will announce shortly as we get closer to completing these completing the projects coming up Wow, Martika, thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast, um, your first podcast, and I hope to hear you in many more um, God bless you and your family and continue thank great you. success Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on your show. It was fun, and uh, hopefully we look forward to maybe doing some more uh, interviews. Maybe Marilyn Nass will come on and do an interview with you if, you, if you'd like. I could set that up. <laughs> oh, I, 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 whew, I definitely would love that. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.